Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. Welcome to your daily scrum. I'm professional scrum trainer, Ryan Ripley. That baby faced gentleman is mustache Todd Miller. <laughs> and no more mustache. Yep. Painted on. Little <laughs> DJ there. Now, Todd, how you doing? I'm doing great. All right, so this is the show all about helping you getting a little better at Scrum. We're going to answer your questions that you're going to leave in the comments below after you like and subscribe somewhere on this page, right? So once you do that, leave a comment, leave your questions. We answer them each day, trying to help you do Scrum a little bit better. Todd and I were the authors of, of Fixing Your Scrum, Practical Solutions to Common Scrum Problems. We teach professional Scrum and Kanban courses through Agile for Humans, our, the premier training company i feel like in the back i should be going premiere 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 premier. <laughs> check out the description below to find out how to join todd and i in a class but uh yeah we hope today we're able to help you do scrum just a little bit better yeah. all right todd, today's question i love this question yeah which metrics do we use during a sprint we're definitely data-driven folks Mm -hmm. uh, Todd and I are definitely big fans of data. I've got one in mind in particular that I like, but Todd, what, which are the metrics that you really uh, get concerned about during a sprint? So I think that we're on board with what we should be concerned with for a sprint. But before we get into that, uh, that metric, uh, which is work out of major, right? That's it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I think that what we should do is we should really, and we, we talked about this a little bit on our live episode, right? Because somebody asked this question and we feel so passionate about it that we want to address it here again. Um, though uh, we want to make sure that we're, we're talking about the, there's, there's really two different categories of metrics by the way we see it. We see delivery metrics, metrics yep. that help us understand how we're delivering and further enabling our delivery, right? And then there's value-based metrics, right? Which are customer-centric, which are direct, um, right? These metrics... Um, like customer satisfaction, employee satisfaction, um, our features being used and things like that. I think when we're talking about metrics we use during a sprint, we're talking about really metrics that help enable developers, right? Help them en enable developers to make decisions with where they are in regards to a sprint goal. Um, is, that, is that fair, Ryan? Is that when we're saying which metrics do we use during a sprint? Yeah. We're basically saying 
how how what metrics could we use to know if um, where we are at in, pro, in in relation to progress versus sprint goal? Is that okay? Yeah, I think that's a good distinction. And then okay. if people are really concerned about, well, what are the value metrics? EBM. EBM. Yeah. We're, we're doing if if you're a product owner, evidence based management is your best friend for value yeah. and unrealized value. What we're talking about is Todd framed up the delivery side of things. Yes. You know, time to market, ability to innovate, those kind mm -hmm. of things. And for us, I think we both agree, um, item aging is mm -hmm. just, it's the killer metric for a sprint. Yeah, yeah work, work item age is the, it's a game changing metric for a sprint. And we say that um, we, we, we're also, if you're technical folks, right? We, 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 we obviously, we love automation. Uh, and so we're assuming that that if you're doing that kind of thing, that that is also included here. But when we're talking about, Looking at the sprint, we're talking about work item age and understanding how how items that you have that are in progress are aging. Yeah, yeah, and and so this this metric comes up all over your 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 sprint. You know, the daily scrum you could pretty much just have a daily scrum all about work item aging, and have a great event all around. How do we? Well, I'll give an example, right? So this I don't know how this is going to show up for everybody. Hopefully, this makes sense. I swiped this from Yuval Urit. Let me move the question so that people can actually see the, the image. Now, this is a fun way of looking at work item age, right? You've got the banana peel. And once that peel is rotten, the work has been sitting in dev way too long. Like it's really trying to make a point here. Um, but what we're really looking at is where are the things in our, in our, in our flow that are stuck, right? How there's, it's, this has been in dev for five days. Our average is three What's happening? Why? How do we? And so in the daily scrum, what you can do is say, how do we swarm this? How do we work together? How do we get this unstuck and moved along? Right. I, I just I love this metric. It makes it about the work. It makes the discussions about progress and, and, and achieving a sprint goal. And it's something that is easy to measure. It's low fidelity. It doesn't I mean, you, a banana peel can tell you when things have gone on too long. Right. It's a very easy way to know very visibly and clearly when we're stuck. And it gives us a chance to address that sooner rather than later. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it just uh, to, to, to read exactly from the Kanban guide, right? Kanbanguides.org, right? Check it out. Work item age, the amount of, of elapsed time between when a work item has started and the current time, right? Yep. That's the explicit definition of it. I like the banana peel reference, right? How, how, what's stuck? What's aging? What's taking? Uh, what's taking long? And we could do other things. You could add in a service level expectation, turn this thing up on steroids. But Ryan and I have found just checking this out uh, and looking at work I made it's game changing, right? It, it drives so many questions. And then when something looks blocked, now it creates a lot of teaching opportunities, right? Uh, if something is blocked in the the item age, it, the work item age is just skyrocketing. Some teams are very reluctant to to swarm and fix that. So now we can talk about pair programming, mob programming, swarming, you know, removing impediments as a as a scrum team. It's not just a scrum master's job. It's a, it just opens up a lot of opportunity to talk. But it also like how many how many times Todd have we seen where the work item age of an, of one item is skyrocketing because it's stuck? They yeah. pull in new work. Yeah, and now yeah. they've got and now which is a huge a mistake. You got a parking lot now. Yeah, a yeah. blocked a blocked mm -hmm. column or. And it's such a huge mistake to start less valuable work instead of unblocking the valuable work. And so it just creates the opportunity for so many good conversations, processes and improvements um, and all sorts of great things. That is our killer metric, I would say, for the sprint. Yeah.
Cool. All right. Great question. Again, that came from the comments that a lot of you have left. So be sure to like and subscribe to the show. Leave us a comment below. Shoot your questions in there. Todd keeps a very close eye on the uh, YouTube chat. I pop in there every once in a while and leave a snarky response or a thumbs up somewhere. <laughs> but Todd's watching the questions and uh, does a nice job of making sure your questions get represented on the show. So leave those below. Check out the socials. Watch the videos. Check out our book. Join us in a class. All those things are available in the description. Uh, for Todd Miller, though, I'm Ryan Ripley. We want you to have a great day today. Go forward, do good, scrummy things, and we will see you tomorrow. See you. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and scrum on.